0: Hi, I'm Nigel Campbell, editor of Jazz in the Islands magazine, with another episode of Island Jazz Chat, a podcast featuring conversations with Caribbean jazz and pan jazz musicians based in the islands and the diaspora. Speaking tonight, with Rudy Smith, pioneer jazz pianist, went out to Denmark, went out to Europe, I should say, mm. back in the 60s, first with Merrymakers, and then on his own, and became a pioneer and has recorded more pan on jazz records than anybody else in the world <laughs> nice for being here thanks for coming here rudy talk okay, thank you it's a great pleasure sir. yeah um uh as i was as we discussed kind of earlier today we were just talking about like tell me what let's let's talk about it, your history in the in the industry how did you start if you don't mind just give me a little, no, little like, like i, like
1: I started as as a youth with a, well as a kid it made because I, I mean i can remember the first time i played on the road i was about 1952, 1953, mm-hmm. in the days of Tune Boom, you know. Tune Boom? Yeah, Merry mm-hmm. Makers had just changed the name from Red Army to Mary Makers. Red Army,
0: yeah, huh? pioneering band. Yeah, yeah, and they moved down to Sargwick Street. Mm-hmm. Cobotown? Yeah, Cobotown. <laughs> today, you call it Cobotown. <laughs> Cobotown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if I remember clearly, I think Merry Makers was also one of those early bands to be recorded. Wasn't it recorded on yeah. Coop Records? Yeah, they record... Um, uh, Cook Records, yeah. Cook Records, well, I Cook, was on Cook Sackville. Cook Records was in Sackville Street. Sackville yeah. Street, yes, mm-hmm. I recognize that, yeah. How did you make the, tr- the jump from Canada to, to europe what was that no well um in
1: 62 marimaker get his contract to go to germany to play on the american bases uh-huh and um and we left uh, trinidad the 8th of december 62 you know you remember the date but yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, we flew to uh barbados and um the agent uh fixed a, a job on us for on a boat called the sorrento it was a Sort of tourist boat. Yeah. So we sailed from, Bridgetown to Genoa,
0: Italy. Yeah. All right. Tonga, Columbus. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then we had to take a train from Genoa into Frankfurt, Germany.
0: So Germany was the first, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Because the, the
1: contract was, was playing on the American basis. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right. And um, if I if I understand the the the. Your biography And I think I wrote A little bit about it Once you did the Germany route And mm. you played at Mermaid what made you decide Okay well I think I want to do this on my own now I want to go on my own
1: Well we played in Germany For about Two years We tore From Germany We went to Sweden mm-hmm. From Sweden We went to Italy From Italy Back to Germany Then we went to Austria Back to Italy Switzerland No before Switzerland We went to Tunisia Tunisia? Yeah, yeah. North Africa Yeah yeah mm-hmm. Tunis. Steve Pan
0: has been in Africa and you are among those <laughs> people taking it there, first. see this is one of the things I've always been impressed, as I said. I um I'm admittedly I'm a camera fan of, of of Caribbean Jazz and Pan Jazz, among other things. And the name was one of those names that all always, always a mystery to me. I, I knew knew there's a guy called Rudy Smith. But because you're you're based in you're in Scandinavia now, access to your records was kind of difficult. Aside from the sound recordings which they did with Harfers and mm. Felix Roach. But um, I said, well, who's this guy? Why am I not hearing his music regularly or accessible in in record stores? But then, uh, of course, doing all my research and finally getting access to your recordings and, of course, finally meeting you, I discovered that, oh my goodness, this man is the pioneer for taking Pan. I mean, we may argue that still in Bettencourt and fellows them fellas went to England first, but in terms of recording, certainly, and putting Pan as a lead instrument in a jazz band, I think you're probably the first if I'm... Not correct. Well, I think so, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but these things you never know. But um,
1: I believe so because uh, in the 60s, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody wasn't playing uh, that kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And actually, I started playing jazz uh, in Spain.
0: In Spain? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, um, why Spain? I mean, if you don't know. No, right.
1: well, we ended up there because um, we had a contract to play in Morocco, uh-huh. uh, Casablanca. Yes. And from Casablanca, we went to uh, Madrid. Mm-hmm. And from Madrid, we went to South Spain, Andalusia, uh, Torremolinos. Okay. And uh, we used to play in, in in a jazz club. Yeah. And um, but we was a sort of like a warm up group, you know. hmm And and the guitar player always used to tell me, "Well, i um, you know, I should be playing jazz." Because I said, know, he said, "Well, you know, you like how I you all
0: played Calypso when you all yeah yeah yeah, yeah you mm-hmm.
1: know well um dance music dance know, music I mean, right the, okay the hit of the day uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know when and, it was uh, popular in in Sextas. yeah. Mm-hmm and um, and myself the younger ones in, in, mm-hmm. the, in the band because the band boiled down to about six of us four of us say well we want to play jazz you know mm-hmm. and that was myself um, Danny Grant Bunting we used to call him um, mm-hmm. Ansel Joseph used to play bass mm-hmm. George Chalkness drums mm-hmm. and myself and we had a quartet you know
0: is that modern song quartet was that the... uh,
1: we, we call ourselves the, the modern song at the time because uh, mm-hmm. we, we we was into um, the MJQ the, the modern jazz modern quartet. jazz quartet okay, yeah and yes. we say well since the pan is a modern song mm-hmm. we call ourselves the modern, modern song, song quartet ah, yeah, yeah that's see, how yeah. and these why
0: conversations necessary.
1: yeah so we started playing in the south of Spain you know, and then mm-hmm. we went Gibraltar mm-hmm. we was playing in Gibraltar for about two months and that's where we really started play jazz and we um, mm-hmm. had a, a Trinidad saxophone player very mm-hmm. good his name was um, Lincoln Grant Lincoln Grant probably uh, heard of him I've heard know. the name yes yeah mm-hmm. and we invite him Right. so th- i think that was the first steel band i mean i mean we was playing jazz but yes. it, it was a six bass playing like you know Play, like you like a like bass like upright yeah, bass because yeah. mm-hmm. cliff and city did like ray Brown, so we used mm-hmm. to listen he used to listen a lot of ray Brown. Mm-hmm. they are they, they, uh, the double second man danny bunting mm-hmm. yes. He like um jimmy smith so he listened to a lot of that mm-hmm. well I, I like uh mel jackson and mm-hmm. cove and peterson so i listened a lot of that and the drummer he like elvin jones and Philly Joe Jones. So we, we all going to be in. Serious, Yeah, a little This is the real yeah.
0: thing as it was Yeah,
1: Right, so at mm. 67, we decided to um, experiment to bring in a saxophone play with this one, mm-hmm. Lincoln Grant, you know? Yeah.
0: So I think we were about well, the first that had a saxophone, I mean. Combined with pans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's as I said, it sounds interesting, but the mm. thing that caught me, as I said, was the idea that, um, it could have been about 71 or something, because once that modern song quartet quintet I can't watch yeah, yeah. your current configuration. By the time you all got to the Scandinavian they started to record that famous record, Otinku, mm-hmm. Um I, I've been doing the research and thing. I don't think that they, ha- they had a pan jazz record before that. That clearly was probably the first record. Yeah, that was record I a think steel Pan or something. Yeah, yeah. well steel Pan was a lead instrument and mm-hmm. ensemble playing jazz. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. so that um, that right there was a first and as a consequence you kind of allowed the world so be it to hear the potential of a pan. and um, I don't know what the sales were like I mean I, neither here nor there at this point but I know your you, Modern Song Quartet and you probably had a second record Modern Song Corporation you yeah, yeah.
1: but we we decided to have the band bigger so we went into more funk and uh, mm-hmm. a sort of reggae thing at the time because we had uh, the they guitar player we he was from Jamaica and, of course, mm-hmm. he brought his influence. Um, yeah, then we used to use horns at that time. We had a, mm-hmm. um, two trumpets,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, alto and tenor sax.
0: Yeah, that's for a band, mm-hmm. yeah. with horns and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this was in his late 70s by that modern song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, do, I just want to wheel back a little second here. Now, yes, I know that once you had your band and you were in Gibraltar, mm. how did you end up in Scandinavia? what was what made that move well um, standing. where was the starting point
1: I, I was playing in a place called Palma de Mallorca that's yes. the island of yeah of Spain uh-huh. yeah in Barcelona and um mm-hmm. uh, a an agent uh, from Finland hmm. wanted me to take me to Finland to play with a Finnish rhythm section yeah I get to Sweden uh-huh. and I decide to um I like the place because I was there before, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, I met Clemendorf because he was living there. And yes, say, Rupert well, Doar, yes. Brian
0: yeah. Edge, man from Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And he, he said, Well, listen, I said I'm going to Finland for two months. And he said, Well, listen, best you stay here, you know. I said, well, mean, well, listen, the music is good here, you know. Mm.
0: Yeah, but, and, um, it, and
1: in those days in Sweden, you had people like um,
0: Quincy Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. I know Don Cherry, I think it was Don over there. Cherry, mm-hmm. you know. I know Sweden was a kind of stomping ground for a certain number of mm. jazz musicians. And yeah, yeah. I mean, even in the 60s, the reality of America with mm. racism and that kind of stuff, mm. a lot of musicians went into exile. Yeah, you know, it is yeah. Europe, France, you know, whatever. Bennett, uh, Johnny mm. Griffin, you know. Yeah, so that I understand, um, it, it wouldn't be an impossible thing to understand that Sweden is a new place and if mm. they accepted you yeah. for your music and for nothing else and they didn't care about the color, you know, the song, the accent, well, so be it. Modern song quartet, modern song corporation. Mm. and we had the dance album, you mm. had everything. You had the, the MSQ, the mm. modern um, the dance album. Mm. Somewhere along the line, then you decide, okay, I'm gonna go solo. Still around. No, well, uh,
1: jazz was almost my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like to play all different kind of music. Yes, because I remember um, that was about seventy one. Mm-hmm. I uh, even used to play with Bob, Bob Mali, and, No, uh, oh, Bob Mali? Yeah, yeah, nice. Bob Mali was in Stockholm for a whole year in 71 with, uh, Johnny Nash. Yes, Johnny Nash, yeah. is true, yes, and me and Nash him man. Uh, Kofi Aivo, that's a Kunga player. Kunga player and, yeah, from OCB, sir, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. in a club mm. called Stenson, Dong Dong Stockholm, That time,
0: Bob didn't have locks then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if Bob Mali was just, yeah, pre, pre-Bob yeah. Mali, anyways, he was just a wheeler. I think so, yeah. I understand. So, so in terms of, um, taking the instrument and jazz was your foundation you yeah. played with jazz you stuck with it mm-hmm. you started to record you were able to collaborate with musicians out there in the European scene and certainly did a lot of tour and if I understand it correctly did the whole of Europe you went yeah, to yeah. Russia, Russia Australia, Australia all them. yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, you've taken the pan to places that normally one pan man hasn't done in, mm-hmm. in recent times and for that I congratulate you and, I, and Trent Anthony goes you have debt of gratitude because as far as I'm concerned you have taken the instrument further than a lot of other people have. And, well, recognition is recognition. You know what true that is. But we... We'll,
1: well, i tell you the truth. I don't think i take... It took
0: me. <laughs> it took you. <laughs> what Pan did for me. Right. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. All right, then. Well, um, all right. So, as I said, I know that you've made a number of recordings, starting still around with, with your, your Swedish group. and no, not that's my Danish quartet. Your Danish quartet, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because um, I think from Sweden, you moved to Denmark. Yeah. And that's where you live right now. Yeah. And the musicians. Tell me about the quality of the musicians in, in Denmark. I mean, I don't know if you've done, ever done any gigs with American musicians. Yeah. But you I know mean, that there's con- there conversation about European musicians. are no no, no,
1: no, no. They're great musicians, especially bass players, you know. hmm Because, I mean, don't forget Nils He Pedersen from, 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 from Denmark. From Denmark, Denmark yes. Mm-hmm. And um, and you meet a lot of, lot of the real guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dexter Gordon, Ben Webster. Mm-hmm.
0: And, they were out um, in, in in Sweden and Denmark? Yeah, well, they used oh. to live in Copenhagen, you know. Okay, all right. So I used to hang with them. These guys are walking the street. <laughs> walking the street. Going. We, unfortunately, we we take for granted a lot of our pioneers, which is sad. But um recognition and accolade has to be done while they're here and it has to be mm-hmm. done by us. And as I said, this is an opportunity for me certainly to do that, right? Um I knew formerly I had an opportunity to meet you formally Couple of years ago, you had come down to Trinidad for a, a benefit for a Song. Mm, yeah, yeah. And as I first met you and I was able to get a fuller understanding of your history and your biography and your discography as it was. And I think one of the things that has always struck me is that, um, you've, you've, you've held steadfast to the notion of you're a bebop player. Yeah. You're mm. a, you're a musician who plays steel pan. You're not a panist. I know these, these definitions are, mm. ser- are serious things so, to musicians such as yourself. And, um, i'm wondering what are you what are your take on the, what you're hearing now you come back every year for panorama you're arranging certainly this year for song as you've done in the past tell me what you think of the whole pan scene here and I'll be honest oh well uh in terms of solace as well as ensemble mm, playing i think the, uh, the the pan scene and the
1: solos should be more adventurous you know mm-hmm. how should i put it to me here like it, it depends on playing a lot of notes Mm. Not, I mean, not really constructive with the harmonies and the melodic structure, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's everything is fast, just play notes, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, don't forget, I, I was like that too. Oh, you were? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Play yeah. plenty notes and you're yeah, going good yeah, yeah, t- yeah, I'll
1: tell you, you start to understand, mm-hmm. understand it better, you know. And, um, due to, um, you, the audience here expect that.
0: Oh, okay. You know, and and I think, the audience should be dem- demanding more, you know. Do you think the audiences need to be trained? This is a conversation I had mm-hmm. with some other musicians that they don't think our audiences have listened to enough music, so they don't really. It's one thing to demand if mm-hmm. you know more, but mm-hmm. if you don't know more, you, you don't know what you ask for. You've you've played to audiences in Europe. I mean, are they more receptive there than here in terms of accepting your music, getting into it, so yeah, yeah, buying your music, kind, mm-hmm. of kind of yeah.
1: stuff. Because I mean, I played some clubs that um. When we started to play the Close the
0: Bar, you know. <laughs> yes. You can't, you, you can't, can't get, a get drink yes. the, I, and you I, can't talk too loud. <laughs> I, I, I learned this, well, one of the hard way. I remember went mm-hmm. to Blues Alley some years ago mm-hmm. and um, a musician, I won't call his name. Japan man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Figure it out. And, um, you know, you, you, they tell you, as he's about to play this, you turn off the blenders mm-hmm. and they're not serving. They could probably get, get a glass or something, yeah. but no heavy because mm-hmm. the music is the focus, right? So, as I said, um, Take, continue to take on what you're hearing here in Trinidad in terms mm. of music, in terms of new musicians. Are you hearing any new panelists that are doing anything for you? Whether here or in America or in Europe? Well, um, to be honest, they have a few that I like, you know. They're but cool. don't forget, music is a thing is it,
1: it, to the individual taste. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then again, to the person musical knowledge too, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a few, I mean, real good players that I really Columns. like. I, you know, we, are
0: we, 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 you good here?
1: If you, if you want to. <laughs> Well, uh, one of my favorite players is Jason Batiste. Oh, God, yeah. Jason, yes. And
0: he's half as half hard. Uh, people mm-hmm. would say, but that's my partner. But mm-hmm. he could play, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Batiste, uh, mm-hmm. a brilliant musician. Um, mm-hmm. One of those musicians who needs to record a little more often. He mm-hmm. needs to be heard by a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Because he's one of our treasures that is just not heard enough.
1: Well, you see what here, here like, they don't get the opportunities, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it's it's a shame to see good talent waste.
0: You know, I knew he had gone to France mm. Jason, and he had yeah, yeah, he was in Vineyard Vibes. He had made yeah, his album yeah, yeah. out mm. there, which I thought was a brilliant album. But mm. since then, he hasn't really done much recording, as it was. Mm. Um. So, as, I know that as I said, you had mentioned that you would come down here also to arrange your panorama for for birdsong still orchestra. Yeah. And well, um, it's something that I had noted in terms of musicians who have recorded albums, mm-hmm. whether they're jazz or whether it's contemporary fusion, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, who become arrangers for Steel Band. Somehow or the other, when it gets a panorama, they kind of get pushed to the side, right? It's a kind of controversial subject among other people. Mm-hmm. You have been part of that because I think the band that you re- you arranged for Birdsong, did they get into the final? No, they didn't even pass the door. They didn't even pass well, the Well, I, I mean, it had other things on that, you yeah. know. But tell me about that experience in terms of you being a, an arranger with a knowledge of music and mm. certainly a world knowledge of music going all the way back mm. as an early recording artist back in the 60s with, with Merrymakers. Mm. I mean, when you, you come up against this notion of competition mm. and they don't take you on, how does how does that affect you? I no, mean, well, actually,
1: this is actually my 11th year with Birdsong, you know. Okay. Well, of course, you you start of wonder, I mean, where you're mm. going wrong, but when, mm. when you listen to the rest, you you, you want to know what's going on, you know. Mm-hmm. In all fairness, I mean, the
0: judges choose what they like. That's an easy way out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the correct answer. Because I, I, as I said, I, I'm, I'm going to say it openly. I had noted, um, yourself, Liam Teague, Robbie Greenidge. Who else is it? There? I there Leon Foster Thomas. These are all mm-hmm. artists who have, you know, recordings where the steel pan is the front and center. And these are not like fly by night. They have mm-hmm. multiple recordings being reviewed by jazz, jazz magazines and pairs. And admittedly, panorama may not be a jazz concert, but at the same time, you understand that these are musicians who know the stuff.
1: Yeah, but um, not gonna, uh, on panorama. You don't. You don't play jazz. I mean, as long as you have the beat there, you know what I mean. That's it. It's, it's like um, you have this thing that they call so called a the play. Play the calypso beat. I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell me about soccer. Don't even want to talk about soccer. Talk now, man. Talk now, man. Talk. No, talk no, we good. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Talk. <laughs> yeah, we, we have time. We have time to talk, man. This soccer thing, serious. For no, no,
1: on. it's very funny. Very funny, you know.
0: Um, the I know you have your opinions on soccer. Mm. If you're willing to share them, with me, I would appreciate that. Tell me about what you think of modern soccer. What is right? What is wrong? Tell mm. me. Tell, give me a take on soccer. Well, be
1: honestly. Um, modern soccer that what they play now for me is more high life um mm-hmm. dancehall with a little hip-hop in it you know okay that that's that's, know, that's that's what that's i hate up. you know yeah so there's more is more to that
0: it's more than that more, more, more so- to high life and, and you know not what the, what soccer used to be you know what, I mean? what was soccer? what 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 was your definition of soccer? what what pelham used to be playing now what, what
1: shorty and shorty then, I mean, and I was shorty endless vibrations mm-hmm. and you know you know mm. that kind of thing you know? yeah
0: now, as I said, you you have your differences in terms of what is modern soccer. We certainly mm. have your differences in terms of what is arrangement for Silpan for Panorama, in mm. terms of what makes sense and what is not making sense. I'm just wondering as a as a senior musician, mm. I want to call age and it's not mm. necessary. I I do you think that are you feeling left out in Trinidad? Do you think there's any hope for does he does the in, does the industry look towards younger players? Are they looking to ask older players like yourself? for the guidance on because I'm thinking that we don't want to waste resources such as yourself you got to have the younger
1: players because I mean we mm-hmm. all come from that you know mm-hmm. but I think the younger players have have to um, listen a little more mm-hmm. you know because um, I notice of course they have a lot of energy mm-hmm. and I notice they play a lot of runs you know, you know yeah, yeah. Plenty and of um, mm-hmm. they have a Sometimes you does not know who's who. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. They, they all have the same, more or less, the same approach.
0: And ah, the same songs. Same yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I
1: figure um, they should have their own identity, uh, mm-hmm. musical approach. Then you say, you could know that is that and that is that. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're not saying that. You know, no. yeah.
0: Well, alright. I know that you've just released a brand new album, Glass World with your quartet from Denmark. Just give me a little insight on the record, of the recording, how it came about, so we could wind up
1: no well uh the recording came about uh the piano player he wrote some tunes and he called me and asked me what i think about it because mm-hmm. we've been working together for so so long you know so we mm-hmm. always consult and i say yeah yeah it's nice mm-hmm. so we did a demo and we sent it to the um, the, the record company you mm-hmm.
0: know do you deal with a record company it's not yeah yeah no, no, no. Uh, and then that again one of the other advantages of being mm-hmm. outside in terms of dealing with labels that yeah do business. And yeah. Do we business we, of music. Yeah, we we
1: send it to the company and in a week mm. time they say yes, um, they're interested like yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So you made mm. the
0: recording. Mm. Um like what did you highlight? You wrote the music on the record, how was Yeah,
1: I I wrote uh Blues for Rasta Prasta I, I recorded recorded mm. some years ago with a trio. Like that yeah. and um
0: I know we have a cover of Catch of Um still early O Lady Walk a Mile.
1: Yeah, yeah, we uh, we mm-hmm. did that too.
0: still make you're still making recordings they've been recording since the early sixes with merry makers you're yeah. still making records i don't know what number this is was in the 15th record or something yeah. like that yeah about that um with quartets with quintets mm-hmm. trio with trios mm-hmm. and um and of course do you have any plans to record like some of the arrangements you've done for the ensemble like with an orchestra in denmark i'm sure there's still orchestras in denmark
1: yeah as, as a matter of fact uh on um, time to move on hmm you, you heard the classical piece? Yes, yes. Be Back. Be, that, back, that's be what, back. with, with a, da, a Danish band. A Danish silo, okay, yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but do you plan to make more recordings of ensemble recordings or just, just sticking to your solo? Your, no, you no, as a lead? I,
1: but, but I open for anything, you know, as long as mm-hmm. the, the piece calls for it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. All so right. I'm willing to... Um, you will tr- continue doing anything? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. No problem. Well, Rudy, it's been nice having this mm-hmm. conversation with you. Thanks for talking to me. We are jazz in the islands. We respect you, and we will always hope that you continue recording because I think that's a critical thing. And hopefully, you'll be able to pass on these lessons in terms of the music industry, as in terms of music, and in terms of being a pioneer. I don't know. If you, have you ever gotten a conversation with Ue or UTT or No, no, no. <laughs> all right, then, Rudy. Really, thanks for everything. Cool talk. Okay. Right, yeah, cool. Island Jazz Chat has been a production of Jazz in the Islands magazine, powered by iradio.tt.